Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good evening, everyone. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. This is National Poetry Month, and I'd like to welcome you to the program. My special guest tonight is Teal Jandrain. Teal, hello. Greetings, Michael. Anthony Ingram. I'm so thrilled to be here. I know. I'm already. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm excited. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Let's yes, begin this you. journey. Let's begin this journey. Teal, what is poetry? Well, to me, poetry is that sort of unrestrained expression of our deeper souls. It's like the full volume, passionate dancing you do all alone in your living room, sometimes in your underwear, flailing your arms around, red-faced, only it's with your uninhibited dreams and your thoughts and soul stuff, which you occasionally invite others to experience in all its sweaty vulnerability. Oh, wow. It's, it's what That's I like nice. to call living, it's living room dancing. We all know it. Some people pretend they don't do it. But you know when you, you get that song and you're all alone and you let yourself really dance. That's what poetry is mm-hmm. to me. For Oh, wow. It's like my therapy. Wow. Very nice. I like that. Living yeah. room dancing. Yeah. Living room dancing, good people. It. Living room dancing. Yes. Not okay. Back. We're in the middle, as you know, of National Poetry Month. Why do you think it's important to celebrate who we are as poets? Oh, such a loaded question, but such a good one. Um, I think that art is really humanity's last reliable foothold for hope. I think that empathy is the secret sauce of survival. And I think that writing and human storytelling is how we find our deeper empathy. I think that human beings need empathy training, especially in America, it seems. Um, But I think that poetry squeezes that out of us and it, it connects us to people long gone and people who didn't know that they felt that way inside themselves. And then they hear a combination of words um, I think it's just, it, it unites us, <laughs> or it, it should, it can. Wow. You know, for many years, I traveled the country as an empathy trainer. What? So to hear you talk about empathy being I the secret sauce of survival. Yes. There's an an international organization for empathy trainers. And I'll tell what? you more about it as we continue this journey. Yes. Oh, wow. So we'll okay. talk more. Well, we will be talking. Right All right. Okay. Yes, you Good. are. Yes, you are. Teal, please share a poem. <laughs> share a poem. Oh. All right. I, 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 I questioned myself many times which one to start with, and then I landed mm-hmm. on this one. I wrote it not too long ago about some of the feelings of the pandemic and just boiling within me. It's called, I feel you, Charlie Brown. I've been pretty bad at flossing my teeth. I just can't seem to find too much relief. Oh, Charlie Brown, I feel you. Good grief. Can't sleep. Can't keep up with the sheep. I lost count. Don't amount to what I thought I'd be. A whoopee, a woohoo. I don't know about you, but I don't think that Sherlock Holmes could find the clues in this endless sea of mixed reviews. Choo-choo, wishing that I could prove I was the engine that could, but my gears are grinding. I don't think that's so good. What's your engine withstood? Pop the hood, please. They point out what they don't see and deny what they don't show. The last dopes didn't know, didn't fix it, just as I thought so. I feel a panic no mechanic could, woulda, coulda, knocked on wood. I said, ahem, 
I stood tall for all y'all. Yet when I call, it's like I'm bawling my eyes out in outer space. The toothpaste-orange juice combination replaced all my revelations and my mind went blank. We're just a few lost souls swimming in a fish tank. Year after year after year after... <gasps> Searing this behemoth right for the iceberg, how do I merge when everyone is speeding? Feeding fat my insecurity, convinced I'm the only one not in a hurry. Fury seems to be a popular emotion lately. Am I innately low on oxytocin, dear? Is there a certain and clear potion I could rub all over like a lotion to hydrate my chapped mental state? Oh, great. No one I invited came. What a lame party I decorated so well. Is the planet still spinning? I simply can't tell. How in the hellfire and gosh damn brimstone are we expected to atone for all these smarmy forefathers before us? It bothers me that we progress so floppin' slowly. Lowly desperation and billionaire vacations. These drastic situations of life are quite a, quite a lot to gripe about. But folks just swipe and hit like and play nice with the route of least height and least resistance. Limited omniscience. A mere pittance of incentive keeps our memory selective. The collective hive mind just winds around like the world's largest ball of twine. It's hard to define the sign I'm looking for, but I'm hoping it pleasantly washes ashore like a message in a bottle, like a portal of your very own, all alone and full throttle. Don't coddle your inner naysayer. We're all layer cakes, so take a slice that will suffice and presentable and pull out all the stops as you display it atop a golden tray. There's a wide array of tastes out there, so don't compare your slice to other types. Hey, the top-rated ones are mostly hype. How you like me anyhow? Wow, that's the kind of thing that goes viral. I'm in a downpour spiral, these sanctimonious revivalists with their hubris dangling proudly. We now define faith so loudly we can't even hear the angels sing. Sling what you will to me. What are we going to bring to the table of the future? I'm just a gal from the pooter, y'all. I never could catch a ball or a break. I'm not going to come up with a prototype of myself for the sake of some what wealth. I'm not going to come up with a prototype of myself for the sake of wealth and yacht rides. I'm going to stay the course of what's always been inside my soul and not force it into some vacant hole an agent tells me will get the money rolling in. Since when is everyone an expert? I wince as I bend so much my neck hurts because I'm making myself smaller to hide from the worst of this internet thirst parade where everyone's a baller. Hey, holler if you need me. I'll be losing it completely, chewing up the meaty parts of whatever I harvested from my heart that came across as a fart in the wind to the lost meta addicts and tragic souls. Beholding whatever sweatshop crop top some hot little number just bought in bulk from Shein to slumber in. Repin it and she'll try it on slowly. Can we make it holy to be alive again? And by that, I don't mean to be pious. Because at this point, I don't think anyone could pry us from our various pornography sites. I just mean that it would be nice if we acted like life on earth was more than commodity and naughty Instagram posts. If we listen to that ghost of Christmas future for once and stopped acting like a bunch of zombies and brainwashed babies who grunt rather than speak. Again, I don't know exactly what kind of sign I seek from divination, but it simply cannot come in the form of this weak sauce born of gloss and apathy tossed about these days. The gray area got more dingy. Every country club member acts so stingy. Sing me to sleep with some deep cut by Harry Nielsen. I know there's still tenderness and I just want to feel some. Let's peel some chocolate oranges and, and forge ahead with whatever cheer our fear hasn't chased off just yet. Place a bet that Charlie won't get to kick that old football and instead he'll fall smack on his back again. I mean, the dude's a friend of mine, but we know he ain't making that punt because Lucy consistently acts like such a, well, you know, but at least she doesn't put on a front. She's just openly rough around the edges. She dredges up some primo insults and embarrassments to provoke Charles often. 
Maybe she'll soften when she realizes it's a crush motivating her snarky comments. Maybe they'll snog in high school and Charlie will be less despondent. Or perhaps Lucy will join a convent to everyone's surprise, then advise folks on a righteous path at her little pop-up stand for half price. Or perhaps she'll rip down her doctor's in sign and pursue a life of crime. We're all unsure what the signs of the times are showing us, which grand design to follow, which hearts are full and which are really hollow. We mustn't wallow now. We gotta take a bow even if the audience is crickets. We've gotta celebrate each landing even if we didn't totally stick it. The ticket to progress is taking on less of the bullshit. Make room in your psyche to fit more love and tidy up that superfluous stuff. Don't muffle your voice like those peanuts grown-ups. <laughs> but when the going inevitably gets real tough, do as Snoopy does when he feels the gloom. Learn from yesterday. Live for today. Look to tomorrow. Rest this afternoon. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, now that, oh, that was an, that was an epic poem. An epic Thank you so poem. much. Thank you. Tell me about your process. What was the, what is the purpose of that poem? Tell me about the purpose. Oh, the purpose. What are you trying to say? What are you just, trying to say? I think it's just putting a mirror up to everyone. I think it's just like. All right. Hey, I'm here. It, it's like the Charlie Brown thing. I don't know. I've always just really related to Charlie Brown and how he's like this lovely person, but he's always just hating on himself and it makes him fall. And, and we're all there, but we can't acknowledge one another. It's like, hey, we're mm. all in this mud. Like we all want to kick the football. We're all trying, but we can't see each other. And I guess I'm just trying to be seen or tell somebody I see them. I mean, that's the purpose of all of my poetry, really. It's like that little that little speck of the cosmos saying that uh, little uh, Horton hears a who. We're here. We're here. I'm here. Like, you know, you just, you want someone to know. And so it it's all just, it's either brilliant or it's grasping at straws in the dark. I don't know which one it is sometimes, but I'm just yes. trying to be heard in the world. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that. Trying to be heard or feel heard in the world. Now, as you yeah. think about the predominant themes of your work, tell yeah. me some more about those themes. What do you talk about? Oh, Being heard is one. Uh, what else do you talk about? Well, I would say like soul bravery. Like, Michael, I've only been on a bicycle about 13 times in my life, and I've fallen about right. five or six of those. <laughs> So I'm, I, I've All never right. been skiing or snowboarding. I'm a bad Coloradoan. Like, I'm scared of hurting my physical being. I'm not very brave in that <laughs> way, but I'm very brave with my soul. I'm like, here, what, which, which part do you want? I'll, I'll let you sample it. So, like, soul bravery, uh, nitty-gritty truth, like, like the innards that we hide in our underwear drawer and we kind of stash away and hope no one ever asks questions about. Like, I talk about mm -hmm. these things, like the self-doubt and the 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 sexual confusion, lucid dream meandering, being a natural born soothsayer, uh, and trying not to be afraid of it anymore in my thirties. Um yes. and and just honesty, human honesty and also uh as I told you, striving to be worthy of hip hop. <laughs> Mm, I, I, nice. I dabble and I study and I, I, I'm a good little hip hop student and I strive to be worthy of it someday. All right. All right. All right. Now, Teal, how does a poem begin for you with an idea, a form, or an image? Mm. <sighs> I would say dreams i would say none, none of the above necessarily all of the above <laughs> they come from mm -hmm. dreams mostly or like what i can only really describe as the goddess of inspiration coming to me and yes like sometimes it's at a really inopportune moment and like everyone needs me for some adult task or some mundane thing or i'm in the middle of something that other people think is important and i just have to stop out of nowhere and get my phone and they're like what are you doing and i'm like don't talk to me 
because a whole song or a poem is trying to crawl out from behind my mind curtain and it like commands my attention and, and just all of a sudden every word of it is there and I just have to obey it and like act as a vessel for it because it's, it's there, it's calling me. So it kind of comes at, yeah, it's sort of knocks on my door sometimes or other times, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have, I guess I would start with a concept like, Hey, I want to point out this thing about society and it's sort of like um, doing improv with myself where I sit and I'm just like, okay, uh, global warming, go and try to write a poem about that. You know, pick a, pick a topic and flow with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, all great writers have great writing influences. Who are some of yours and what makes them great in your eyes? So, Michael, I, I, I knew you would ask me about influences, of course writer yes. who who inspires so i actually wrote yes. a little bit of a a mini poem about it to shout to people out oh so it's, it's right. an answer nice. it's an answer to your question in form of poetry you ready just a short all one. right fantastic yes <laughs> all right so influences i was tummy sick nervous to be on the radio what do i do i thought oh, robert will know he told me lovingly teal dear You're the house cab, the house cabernet. Enjoy these next few hours. Sit in your silence. Do a gratitude session. Honor the poetry realm. If you want to honor that, honor it. Forget the acting you must do tomorrow or the next day. Just think, this is an opportunity to share me. I don't have to play a character. But who pulled the poet from within me and made her to dance? Who offered me the chance to change everything with my mind and my fingers? Well, Sylvia Plath, acting on behalf of all who ache even more deeply. Lorca, who pressed the finest wine of language. Edgar Allan Poe showed me to the darkness I have come to know and waltz with inside me. Fiona Apple, my truest muse. Amy Mann, the weaver of dream minutia, plot thickener. Kendrick Lamar, wordsmith and a prophet among men. Ella Fitzgerald, who caressed and squeezed language like a lover, like no other. Kerouac, Dharma bums mostly, was a transportation vessel. Marilyn Monroe, served raw soul meat tartare upon Ritz crackers lining lusterware dishes. James Dean, all content from the book Mutant King. The ones who made me, a.k.a. my ma and pa, both potent poets. Annabelle Fern, from whom I've so much to learn. Whosoever could hold up so much and touch all lucky enough to enter her sphere, no wonder you are published, dear. Momo, my partner in revolution in Hollywood. Her contribution is vast. She surpassed all other writers within a few lines, and it's Fun, my mind. Midas, Mary Moo, I owe so much of my ethereal excavation to you. Cody, the best writer I know who hates writing. Robert, you can spin word straw into purest gold and awe. I hold your thoughts sacred down to every letter. Mr. Thomas, Miss Sims, and Miss Carpenter. You knew I was a wild soul outsider, so you sung my praises and gave me straight A's. To a tiger, a tiger's not a tiger if he's tame. That line's Ella, by the way. That's my that's my poem about influences. Oh, (laughs) that was incredible. Thank you. The the last people on the list were people I know: Annabelle, Momo, Cody, Robert. Mr. Thomas, Mr. Thomas, those are all my English teachers who made me not hate school as much as I hated it. But yeah, those are those are just some of the people who who when I when I wanted to stop believing in everything made mm-hmm. me just keep writing, just keep writing. Made you keep writing. Question yep. for you: mm-hmm. <laughs> Is a poem letting your guard down or building a wall? Ooh. I definitely have to go with letting a guard down. I feel like Tell me more. I, 
I feel like I'm inviting people into my essence every time I give them one of my poems. When I would compete in poetry slams, all of a sudden the depth, the intimacy, it was like I was dating the whole room, for lack of a better description. It was like, oh, wow, we all just got so close. I just told you everything that I got going on, so I guess we're dating now. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's such a deep sharing for me that I definitely feel like it's it's a key. It's an invitation to me. It's an invitation. Yeah. Does it hurt hurt you to write a poem? If not, why not? Oh, sometimes, yes, absolutely. Uh, Tell me more. Well, I think everybody hides from the truth sometimes, and sometimes you you start a poem not knowing that you're going to expose the truth to yourself, and then all of a sudden you get to the bottom of the page and realize you're done, and you've found this very scary truth that you didn't even know was there before, and you're just sobbing like, well, where was this? I don't know. I think it's mm-hmm. it's like going into the Snow White woods. You get caught on all those branches, and it's like if you're really being vulnerable as a poet and as a person, yeah, it's going to hurt. Uh, well, I'm going to say, yeah, anything that's worth doing hurts, like good love, mm good food for me because I don't have a gallbladder so it always hurts me a little you know like good fun you're gonna ache a little in the morning good poetry yeah I feel like I have to I have to go through some pain for it (laughs) (laughs) all right please share another piece (laughs) all right I'm ready um so this one is special uh it's something I invented. I firmly believe I know that everything's been done on the internet, right? I'm, I'm not much of an yes. internet person. I'm actually kind of a luddite. I'm frightened by the tech robot takeover. Um, but I discovered this thing, and I, I'll, I'll try to describe it briefly. Basically, it's like a game. So it's called Swipe Poetry. And I have one of those Android phones where you can just swipe your finger around and it suggests words for you. Mm-hmm. So yes. I started I started this sort of bizarre game that evolved into a form of poetry. And what it is is when you're you kind of can't can't get someone off your mind, a particular person you've dreamed about them or they flash into your thoughts. And and so usually I like to do it really kind of scandalous hours of the night, like two in the morning, three in the morning, sometime when it would be very weird to send someone a text message. So you're thinking mm-hmm. about somebody and the rule is you gotta go into that person's name, like you're gonna send them a text. And you just start swiping. You just go in the text box, and I just wildly start swiping my finger. And a poem evolves. Like, this is pure magic, Michael. I'm not even kidding you. A poem evolves that is always about that particular person somehow. And I've written hundreds of them. People love them. They're a huge hit. They're very weird. They're very, like, 60s beatnik, snap, snap, bizarre. But it it is my phone's robot creating a whole poem from me randomly swiping into the text box. So <laughs> so here, I had to include just one of my swipe poems. So this comes from right. my subconscious words I've used before in my phone and my phone just somehow knowing me, like all people's phones somehow seem to know them. So this one is called Bread, Breadcrumb Banquet, Breadcrumb Banquet. Vicarious hashtag General natural karaoke, basilics look. Look fox haircut, looted mudflaps, junkyard. Meats exist. Mustache network, feel myself. Mm-hmm. Mental matrix-minded, braggadocio resistance. Fattish burritos. Casual bravos, mostly getting dragged. Disney lethargic, awestruck nachos, sweaters musk. Videos further credits, needful mystery takeover. Dunno, jacuzzis, newbies, back room, never mind. Bedrock branding, diddlebutt. Hardiness buddy, rewatching finish, heat sink, fancied graphic lookout. Look pretty, linkage USB, candy bathing. Award movie festival, suction beseeching, nervousness, lioness, looniest, creative cucumber, lobster juices, largest beacon photo, marathon drastic banquet, possessed caveat, molecular manual processing peach nectar progression, textbook, textbook maintain plateau, memory assessment, Mixed up jealous charging, braving logistics, meatloaf factory, 
Bearded barbaric pass, bravissimo driven. Flight begun, powerful marvel, gosh moments. Hefty bacon crunch, nearby lives, issues. Vibration vacuum, I overthink. Impressed breathing, humans happen often. Kitten grade book, magnify great plan. Charm jujitsu, barracudas manifold, bucket barrel barn, vanish machine. Beach nut feeding, breathing between magicians, breathing groan, mean head butt, knee havoc, midnight's cravings, margin calculator, muddy call, jammies lunatic, mythology heapful, Netflix Jesus, human hugging, gravity modest, loudest Hollywood sexuality, hairy season, Verbiage mixed, phrases known, drastic program, groovier haystack, useless gravitas. Helpful lightsaber, I'll keep looking high. Mammoth mission, grab bandit, luckily lifted off, vented huff, heck, hush, ugh, guessing, ugh, kickstands, frantic oracy, hard cuss, neck pulsed, breadcrumbs become vexing. So that's a swipe poem. And I, before I did this poem, I didn't know what the word, so often I learn new words. Like I Mm -hmm. didn't create this, a a hybrid between my subconscious brain and my phone created this, but I often learn words I didn't know. So I didn't know that a basilisk is an imaginary reptile said to be able to kill by poison or by looking at someone. Because the word basilisk uh, (laughs) popped up in there. So I learned a new one. <laughs> you have a certain je ne sais quoi. Oh, that's the best compliment that I could get. <laughs> I you pride do. myself on you my do. je ne sais quoi. <laughs> All right. I should bottle it. I should barely bottle it. It could be in broke. <laughs> so when I listen to you, what yeah. I'd like to know, what is the relationship between your speaking voice and your written voice? If there's a relationship. Mm, I like that question. That is a groovy question. Um, you know, I would say that speaking for me is sometimes like acting, just in, in right. reality. Like when I have to go to a job, I have to put on a, a character. And it's not on purpose, mm-hmm. really, but it's because I've never really understood how to be a people, like the socially acceptable, uh, palatable, accolade-seeking small talk having humanoid type that other people seem to put a lot of expectations on. Um, yes. So when I'm out peopling, I feel like I'm sort of acting and I have to put on um, some sort of backstory to kind of get through it or feel like less awkward than I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, or less frustrated that people can't just join me and have fun and be fun and be playful. And then it's always just this kind of like, and so I have to kind of mm-hmm. make it when I'm speaking um, or, you know, and then I would say, I just thought of a subcategory, which would be speaking to my friends, like, or it's All funny because right. my, be- my best friend makes fun of my flirty voice. She says, I have this, we've been best friends for 35 years. She says, I have this mm. really awful flirty voice and my voice changes completely when I'm flirting and that it's very embarrassing. Um, mm-hmm. But then I would say like my, my writing voice, that's, that's my truth. That's me like oh, unhinged okay. and un, unfiltered and like dancing naked in the woods under the moon. Like I should be. And like, I want to be, that's, that's mm. the real me is when I put pen to paper or pull out one of my old typewriters, like that's real language. That's real. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's let's go back in time. Ooh, okay. What was an Love early that. experience? What was an early experience where you learned that poetic language had power? Ooh, 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 that's a good question. Okay, wow. <sighs> poetic language had power. So, my acting mentor growing up uh, was like a second mom to me. And she didn't do much acting as she took on the role of teaching theater. And I saw her in a play. I think I was only about eight. Um, And it was about really heavy topics. It was called A Couple of White Chicks Sitting Around Talking. 
I remember that and, play. It was a Broadway play. Oh, my play. God. Oh my gosh! Off Broadway and I was, play. I remember that. Yeah, and I, was, <laughs> I remember and I was that. Seven years old, and I was so <laughs> deeply mature and deeply empathetic, and such a deep feeler already. And I just blubbered and sobbed in the audience, and I and I felt the power of language, and how a playwright, a poet, a person with words at their disposal can can change the whole world and everybody my age mm. is getting very cynical and everybody older is getting even even more cynical and the youth is getting numb and i'm not sure what's happening to everyone but i still believe in the power of language and um you know yeah i, I guess that was a biggie for me um my mom used to take me to uh like demonstrations and, and marches and protests, even as, as a young child, hearing speakers there. And then also a lucky part of my life is that my parents, uh, my mother owned a retail boutique for 35 years, and they used to take me on the road to powwows and um, and conventions in the desert and, and jewelry sales, uh, reservations would take us in and we'd stay there. And uh, the power of the Native American language the native people's language that was the i mean that was as close to god as i've ever felt that was uh mm. that to me taught me what spirit is what language could be how archaic and boring and simple our american is um just the, the potency that that for me as a child was where language has true magic oh wow yeah. I just want to sit here and just allow that to to sink in. That was Thank so you. oh that went Thank all through you. me. You really did. <laughs> Let's take a brief break. <laughs> we'll be right okay. back. Let's breathe. <laughs> Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with the wondrous Teal Jandrin. <laughs> you know, the Teal, not only. I can be described. Wondrous. That's my favorite word. <laughs> I like that. Great, great, great. Not only is it you and I and the listening audience, but there are also callers. And we've oh. got a couple of people on the line that I'd oh, like to bring wow. on, and hopefully they'll have questions for you. All right? Oh, this, <laughs> this is real. Just bring on someone. This is real. All right. Area code seven seven five. The first three numbers are three one three. You're on the air with Teal. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Area code seven seven five. Three one three. You're on the air. Or maybe they're just here to listen. Hello. I did call in. Hello. Yes. Hi, Teal. This is wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's Boo's mom. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi, honey. I think you're doing a great job. I'm really loving hearing that voice and your emotions and the clarity with which you're expressing yourself. Oh, that means so much to me. <laughs> it does feel like it's okay, going pretty well. <laughs> it, is. it is going exceptionally well. Yeah, and I think you're blowing the host away. Oh, she is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm out of my seat. Yes. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> well, thank you thank for calling. You so thank you for calling. All right. <laughs> Love you. All right. Love you too. <laughs> All right. Let's try one more here. Area code three two three. The first three numbers are eight three nine. You're on the air with Teal. Good evening. Hello. Oh my God! Is that me? This is Tom. Is that Tom. me? This is Tom. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hi, cousin. 
Hi. This is, this is let's see, uh, my second cousin's daughter. Is that, are you my third cousin? I don't know. We're just cousins. <laughs> We're just cousins. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just lo- listening and enjoying it very much, very much. I don't, oh. I don't have All a right. question. Okay. Really great. Well, thank you. you. Thank you for calling it. Wow, that's okay. nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he, he right. was a big influence on me as well. He wrote he wrote songs and, and showed me around Hollywood when I was a kid and wrote these incredible oh, wow. songs about just the old golden days of Hollywood. Really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the olden days, and then we'll get back into your poetry, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's see. Let me let me let me think about it for a second because you're this is like um, Jeopardy. You you one of those top prize winning uh, contestants. So I've got to really <laughs> come up with something <laughs> that's a little I'll bit different. It. Okay. Here he is. If you were a poet during a different era, when where would you want to exist? Ooh, that is a juicy one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Dang a lang. <sighs> you know, I, I was just saying the other day that I definitely wish that I could time portal into some nineteen sixty nine groovy vibes because I just really feel like I'd fit in so well and, and no one would admonish my hairy armpits. They'd just be like, Hey, get in the van. <laughs> And, and you know, I feel like I really would have been. I feel like I really would have been in it with it with that mm. movement that they would have embraced me, and it would have been uh, maybe maybe I would have felt like I was making more of a difference. It's hard to feel like you're making a difference now because there's just so much noise on the internet, and you can access yes. all of it all the time, and it's inundating you, and it's in your phone, it's in your feed, and it's reading your mind. And back then, it was like. Nobody had a cell phone. They were just fighting for what was right and doing it together. Mm-hmm. And I would love that. But I, but I have to say, I also would love to be like a vampire kind of writer in some 1800 gothic noir like castle. <laughs> like let's just get real spooky with it <laughs> and write about the macabre. <laughs> I would definitely fit in with that <laughs> group as well. Well, well, whatever era it is, you're incredible. Yeah. Please share Thank another point. Thank you poem. so much. All right. Well, this is where I'm going to introduce to you, Michael, my dear friend and alter ego. She uh, she embodies my hip hop aspirations. She is the unfiltered version of me, and most people laugh at that because Teal's pretty unfiltered mm-hmm. as it is. But uh, this little version of myself, even more so, her name is strawberry milk spelled s-t-r-a-w-w-w-b-e-r-r-i-m-y-l-k strawberry milk so this was written by her (laughs) it's called genesis or nemesis either way you'll be digging this Are you the genesis or the nemesis of the goddess? Tell me what what your first thought is. Not going to force y'all to applaud this, but I bet you're going to wish you thought of this. Not trying to flex and floss and shit, please. I swat at any riff I see. I dare you to tell me you ain't having no fun. This party here has just begun, and the haters, they already done blasted it. Ready, set, Finger on the starting gun. What's the sum of it? Take a run at it. Divide it by your sacred parts. Y'all best open up your steel trap hearts. Don't want to get me starting stuff with these tough-headed troublemaker, faker-than-Kardashian lips, little snips. Nah, I don't even play. Put your tits away. You better fashion your hips to the beat of a rhythm less straight flow than mine. Try to keep in line while I digress. Caressing lyrics from a far-off time where the water's just fine, baby. Where the water's just fine. Drop in like a serpentine pattern in the sands. Ready those strong hands. Best plan for straight up Tarzan vines. Don't be blurring up your mind's eyes when you should be stirring up your apex sides. Taking all the intricate connections in stride. I'ma conjure up a brand new tide. And then we just may start to vibe. Hey, if we feel like it, we could even glide. Just like Marla Singer, baby, stop. Smoke, slide. Mmm, stop. Smoke, 
slide. But everybody just makes me want to hide. Life is not your bag of Cheetos. You're so fake and gross like Theranos. What makes you feel like you should boast? Hey, let's all raise a toast to our rampant confusion. I am a human illusionist. You wouldn't know what to do with this. And I'll try to pretend that I'm surprised, eyes all wide. But you must be this wise to ride. Yeah, you must be this wide to ride this, ride this. And it's mercury in retrograde almost every time that I try to pray. And I got to say that I'm losing hope. And I got to say that it's hard to cope when the slope is so damn slippery, more so than ever in history, and double speaks our new dictionary, where truths are lies and lies are truths. Hey, tune into the news if you want the proof. It's got to be the Truman Show or some type of aloof spoof, because I can't get behind this numb, stunned, tuned out youth, this empathy-proof reality. The storm is upon us. Please brace me. Please trace a line around my heart and assure me that's where it all starts, because I believe it is, but geez, kids, I need some hard reinforcements, some type of sincere endorsements, some confident forces from anyone who believes in me, from any soul who ain't trying Trying to be on the surface with some purpose or conviction in their chest. Because trust me, we about to be put to one hell of a test. And it's no damn jest. And yes, it is a mess. Unless we rise, we shall succumb to this nonsense, to this hateful scum. And I'm not trying to harsh your fun here, guys, but we're about to be under the thumb of a mighty man pushing some heavy lies. And I'm not talking about that asshole with the fly on his head or the one with those tiny orange hands. I'm talking about a much more sinister plan, one to erase the human spirit. And you're fucking tuning out if you pretend not to fear it. Peace and love from Strawberry Milk, a.k.a. Princess Nemesis, that is if you choose to hear it. If you don't prove, you can steer it another way, another direction, okay? And I'm not scolding you. I'm holding you accountable to your own reflection. All I can say is make sure you know which game they tagged you by selection to play. Live the dream. Play on, play on, keep it fresh. That's wow. strawberry milk right there. <laughs> strawberry milk in the house. That girl's fearless. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like me without all the embarrassment. She'll just right, I see. <laughs> strawberry milk. Yeah, teal, I like teal that. gets... Teal gets very sweaty and anxious and apologetic <laughs> and feels bad yes. about a lot of things. And Star- <laughs> Strawberry Milk is like, you're lucky I'm in the room with you, okay? <laughs> so you can leave if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well how did it feel to, to <laughs> how did it feel to let it out? How did it feel to get it out of your system? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I feel like Tell I just did like a, a, I feel like I just did like a like a ceremonial sweat in a yurt or something. I need to open a window. <laughs> it is cuz it's it's this it's this me that I wish I could be all the time that I could just be mm. as fearless and fresh and freaky as I want, but life has all these confines and all these ways you're supposed to these steps you're supposed to take and I don't know, strawberry milk is just like that unapologetic force of nature who's sick mm-hmm. of letting her head hang down, you know? Right. She's got pink right. hair. I have a couple pink wigs. So I have to <laughs> I have to take the opportunity to slide it in that I and I think my my mother, who was also on your show, told you about this that yes. at the height at, at the height of some pretty severe depression, uh, January first, twenty twenty one, I I was jobless and directionless and feeling very stuck in the mud. And I set a goal of releasing original poetry on YouTube every day for 365 days. And I met my goal. Many of my videos are over an hour long. I poured my soul into the entire experience and that's where strawberry milk was born. So uh, she always has pink hair (laughs) and pink eyebrows and it just allows me to feel what I'm really feeling and be loud about it and not mm-hmm. uh, keep myself up at night feeling guilty about it. Strawberry milk yeah. doesn't lay in bed feeling guilty about who she is. <laughs> That's for sure. What, 
What surprises you most about being a poet? What surprises you the most? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, surprises me the most. I, um, I think it's that um, collective consciousness, that sort of, like, the thing I've felt my whole life since childhood, like, where does this come from? What makes me believe in magic is that I am this anomaly, this concoction of all of my DNA and all of my ancestry and all of my purpose and star stuff and writers I've heard and movies I've seen. And, and somehow, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky in this way that like, uh, poetry just kind of pours out of me. And I, I think people have this, this misconception that I sort of choose to be this eccentric and this person and make these choices, but it's actually coming from some like weird motherboard from some spacecraft mm. somewhere. And I feel like I'm just following the orders of uh, a cosmic surging something like, you know, when, when I'm inspired, it just sort of flows like lava. And, and when I'm not, I feel like a desperate longing for the muse to find me again, like, please choose me yeah. again. Or so what, so what surprises me is that it is, it is a holy practice. It is a religion. It comes from some divination and I feel like I can pray to it and it flows through me. And that's really beautiful and surprising. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Share <laughs> another poem. Share another poem. I want to hear your voice. Share another All poem. right. All right. So I've hit you with a lot of my quirkiness. I'm going to go a little bit more like a, a friend was laughing the other day saying that my picture that I gave you for my promotional thing uh, makes it look like mm -hmm. I'm going to read very like flowy in the field romantic poetry. <laughs> and then here I am like, actually, I want to be a rapper. <laughs> Could someone give me a record contract, please, and throw me some sick beats? And I, I told hey, my friend, like, I was like, you'll probably be pretty surprised by what I'm putting out. But this one is a little more uh, like the picture of me in the field. And it is because Today is Earth Day, and Earth is, mm. you know, only the most important thing that we have. No big deal. Yes. So yes. Um, this one, yeah, this one matches, matches the promotional photo a little better. <laughs> and it is called A Love Poem to the Earth. Breath of remembrance, the heft of benevolence, the prevalence of holy roots, an aria winding its way through. I bow in awe of your aqua blues, rosy pussy toes and prairie smoke rouge, cowboy's delight and Perry's primrose. My toes say hello to the rojo dirt. The watercolor sunsets give me spurts of energy. The wind blurts out complex emotions. Oh, the lucky times I've canoodled with the ocean. I've a notion this curvy goddess earth sees me baffled by her allure. Cactus blossoms so radiant, mountain hot springs so, so pure. The Ferris wheel is plain without the seashore. Cartwheels in the soft sand, and I love her even more deeply. Drawn like hypnosis to the rock jags sloping steeply. Consumed completely and without protest by the full moon in her luminous apogee. Bewitch me in this symphony of pull and release. The cycle's choreography wordlessly pleading for peace. The epic feats of animal drama. My happenstance glimpses of toad, owl, deer, hawk, crane, beaver, little striped whiptail lizards, dolphins, and llamas. The flora, the fauna upon my ever-seeking curious path. The soul-shaking wrath of an earthquake or mighty hailstorm. Contemplating for hours how the stalactites and stalagmites form, full body warm in the prairie's vast perfection. The way the breeze often nudges the direction I should go. The magic that emerges when I trust her flow. Planting peppers and tomatoes and marveling as they grow and ripen. Gently caressing and pressing my face to the mountain lichen. The way my muscles tighten on the freeway and relax as soon as I play in the woods. Jubilation as it should be, oh, to seek an island infused with intoxicating amaranth. 
Anthurium, Calathea, Helisonia, Thespesia, Populania, Plumeria, Psilocybin. To see this labyrinthine lady when she's thriving, her rhythm waters rising, her lush prolific soil providing, me sliding down her majestic sand dunes, hearing the melodic tunes being improvised by her quaking aspens, alders and catalpas so alive, you look for their faces. The human world traces their stories along her skin, and dolphin fins write sonnets inside the ancient swirls of her waters. Earthly masterpieces, we are tasked to pass reverently along lineages of sons and daughters. Do not preach guilt, nor teach ego, but go the way of preaching the worth of the air, the dirt, the seasons, the waters. Our one and only queen is aching as our actions make her polluted while she gets hotter and hotter in terrifying spikes. This isn't petty or a trite concern. Bottom line, we lose her if we don't learn. And if we don't learn, she'll cease to turn. Our precious leafy canopies will burn. The seas will churn angrily and with eruptions of vengeance. We must disconnect from these addictions, self-chosen afflictions, and poisons to pursue a planetary transcendence. This is a matter of our dependence on her to continue the big show. The lavender dawns glow, the ability to row across a crystal lake and see fish leaping, to keep adventurers seeking new snow-capped peaks, to allow bare feet the treat of soft, sandy beaches, to ripen our sweet peaches, to hear and utilize what this life giver we walk upon teaches us all. I don't want to lose the chance to pirouette beneath a far-off waterfall, to hear the call of new birds soaring, to find the roaring wild and let my inner child skip through new wildflowers for many happy hours. We mustn't devour this gift we've all been given. Collectively, we need to empower our Earth-loving selves and be driven to protect her. If we neglect her, she'll do the same to us in less than no time. I am not through with these potent sky hues, nor am I done stretching my spine amidst the silvery lupines. I've never seen rainforest vines. I've never climbed a mountain in another country. I pray to the bumblebees, the bending marsh reeds, the aspen leaves, and come free to the veritable sundry of creatures great and small, the plant life barely budding and reaching tall. I find myself turning from metal signs and paint lines and big concrete walls until I can fall into soft grass and bask in spirit. If you press your ear to a conch shell or lean over a country wishing well, I swear you can hear it. I sit endeared to the earth, and when I feel the fear of losing her, I try to clear it by believing my love is greater. That all the love placed in every delicate and intricate crease and crevice upon her face will not be a waste. I chase the feeling I found in my childhood pumpkin patch, the thrill of unlatching a gate to a new garden, landscape, the great escape of the yucca-lined desert plateaus, the glow of fireflies in their fairy tale dancing. I'll never be through romancing you, Earth. I see and breathe and feed from your ever-unfolding mirth. Lady, I'll strive to put you first forever. I endeavor to show my perpetual awe by any measure. Madam Gaia, you are our only inestimable, irreplaceable, pivotal treasure. Stem, leaf, fin, scale, tail, shell, tide, swell, rainbow, prism, feather. You are the source of our life, triumph, strife, lessons, passion, inspiration, and pleasure. I hope together we can strengthen this incomparable survival tether. At this sacred revival, I am no fair-weather worshiper. I am humbled by your faintest wheat-field eyelash flutter and your muse-like curvature. Thank you.
<laughs> Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Amazing. Yeah, yeah the earth just, she really does it for me. <laughs> well, let me ask this question. What do you view as being the role of a poet in modern-day society? Mm. Well, to save existence, you know, no big deal, but mm-hmm. <laughs> just to to be worthy of existing for the muse, to choose words wisely, um, to get people listening, to get people on their feet, and to be what we claim to be, you know, be what our poetry mm. says we are. <laughs> Wow. I like that. Thank you. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. back. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with the magnificent Teal <laughs> Jandrain. <laughs> Teal. <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to say. I mean, Thank I'm you. blown away by your talent. Blown away by your talent. I'm glad to make you speechless. I just don't want it to end. Yes. I want to keep going. I, keep going. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> what is a measure of success as a poet? What do you view as being a measure of success? Oh. Whew. Well, I think, like for me, I got really frustrated that I couldn't get a ton of followers for my YouTube, you know, uh, even though I hate the internet, oh. but whatever. Life is yes. a contradiction. I, know that I wanted feeling. more people yes. to listen. and But I had mm-hmm. I had one guy who was so moved, he commented on every single poem with so much heartfelt energy. And what more could you ask for? You know, really changing yes. someone, really, mm-hmm. really showing someone something that they are exalted by. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for me, it would be like, in practical terms, winning more poetry slams. That would be fun. It's a really good feeling to win slams. Yes. Uh, especially up against like phenomenal talent. Um, and mm-hmm. also just at, to to be taken seriously once in my life as a rapper. I really mean it. I would love to take the stage and have a beat and have a mic and really make people go, wow, she can do it. So that would, yes. that would be it for me. <laughs> All right. You know, they say that writers and poets, and you may have already answered this, but I'm going to just throw it up there again. Yeah. Writers and poets write for a myriad of reasons. Some write primarily to speak a message to their audience. Others write because to stay silent is not an option. Teal, mm. why do you write? Why do you Ooh. write? Wow. Um, I think, I think, yeah, because I, I have to get the steam off the top. There's just this energy, this, this thinking, this contemplating, uh, musing, um, wondering, searching inside me. And it creates this sort of pressure upon my soul and, and, and I have to release it. I I can't stay silent, I think would be my answer because I feel that way in all aspects of life. I always, I always have more stories to tell and more to say and more and more and more and more. Um, I, Mm -hmm. I can give all day and sometimes it depletes me, but I think it's a gift to want to give and to feel that, that urge and that need, like, no, I, I have to get this out there. Wow. We yeah, have so it's time a, it's an urge. one more poem. It's an urge. <laughs> all right. We all right. Have, I have an urge to hear one more poem. One okay, more poem. lovely. Lovely. Um, so I'm going to end on another one that's a little bit more social commentary and a little bit on the, on the rougher side. Um, it's sort of a combination of maybe me and strawberry milk. 
but it's based on, uh, you know, Norman Bates's mother. So this poem is called Mrs. Bates. We're in a world full of basement dwellers spouting hate. Full on psycho like Norman Bates's mother. Long gone in the fruit cellar uttering criticisms. The lines of division between everyone have sucked the fun out of everything. People want flavored lies with a side of chicken wings. Nobody wants to decide. They just want disposable flings. Let's all talk about celebrity wedding rings. Ping your location and pick a vocation and never express your heart or frustrations. One nation under vlogs, clogging the pathways of anything sacred with a vacant, ever-changing list of latest crazes. Everybody grazes on vapid content and catchphrases as if it raises our vibration an inch. Just give in to the format, and then it's all a cinch. In a pinch, you can copy someone else who did it and never admit that you Xerox to Xerox. The hypocrisy is what's stopping me from having any degree of inability to defeat the crushing weight of what's on top of me. Can't tell if you're all on board or mocking me. Shockingly, there's a million variations to choose from, and each one is either blocking me or leaves me so depleted, depleted I'm right back to sucking my thumb. Can you rep your brand and chew gum? Can you shake my hand and look dumb? Are you hot and malleable and young? Then come on down and get you some, because we're not done until the sun explodes and all these careless bros and brats are seeing that it happens rather quickly. No one's picky with how they sell out. In space, we won't hear Mr. Musk or Mr. Bezos shout or scream for that matter. While the ozone shatters, they'll be eating shrimp platters as they pass Saturn and burn the fuel they managed to scrape together before their oh-so-clever asses departed into an expanse of carbon gases. They've surpassed us all right, and their plans are airtight. Just use us all and trash this ball and blast off until they're out of sight. I wish I may, I wish I might. First exploding star I glimpse tonight. I won't mince words or cram my thoughts into a blurb, but I'm just not sure if this home base of ours floating in space will be all right. Even if I clasp my hands in prayer each and every day and night and really, really care and hope and fight. In spite of all my optimistic excavating, I keep anticipating catastrophe like a knee-jerk reaction, like I'm running from the monsters, but my shoes don't have good traction. People pick clickbait and distraction over the nearly extinct satisfaction of real human eye contact. We can't go back from a precipice like this, the hissing of that great-looking snake, all fake and blinged out like trust in me. Take a bite, have a spree. Hooray, wee! It never has to stop. Hop on in and banish doubt. Spout regurgitated slogans for clout. Through your word hole opening. Sing your heart out so they can auto-tune you. Resume the rude awakening. Can't even tell what is and isn't happening. The bass is slapping so damn hard and we're all grinding no holds barred. Then hopping in our driverless cars. And I guess it hasn't gotten us very far. I used to be all starry-eyed, and much to my surprise, a bunch of people pushing lies, sitting behind desks, did their best to diminish that flicker quicker than I could slate my name. And I was never really the same after they maimed the beautiful hope pumping through my veins. But I remained steadfast and shimmering, aghast and passed over as I was. That's the rub. That's the subpar rating they give to open-hearted little stars like me. Tried to psych me out at every turn, with every route I attempted. I resented them so long, whole decades went by. I guess I'm glad I tried. But a flood still fills my eyes when I think of all the ways they push to divide me from my vitality. Fame is a fallacy. A palace inhabited arrogantly by naked emperors and all their buddies wearing bloody furs. We've made success a giant, absurd mess. Let Mother Earth be blessed enough to deflect our neglect and rubbernecking predictability. Silly me, I thought we were making progress. Is the dress gold or blue? Yeah, yeah, the joke's on me and you, because the only true answer is it's all a diversion. A wide net of mistrust and dispersions and dust on the lenses, leaving us defenseless and uncertain. Open the thick velvet curtain. I'm ready to get these zombies perking up again. Ready to defend the true artists and poets against trends and know-it-alls. Ready to heed the call of the muse and use this stardust I've been allotted. 
I spotted the tripwires before they mired me in their scary sludge. They dared to judge my young breasts and put all my integrity to the test, make jest of my churning passions, shave it all down to flash and fast fashion. They trashed their compassion with just a dash of whatever it took to cash in. Spin the story however you want, but don't taunt me with a spot in the credits. I guess they edited the part where I showed my full frontal freaky heart. Wow. Rossi, thank you so much. <laughs> That's a little nod to <laughs> in Hollywood, which is a whole other All show right. if you want to do it sometime. <laughs> My well, Hollywood actually, poetry can certainly take up an, a whole hour. <laughs> actually, well, I'm going to talk about that, but I want to say this first. I want yeah. to thank you. I think that mm. you are as astonishing as your work is. Wow. Just <laughs> I am so glad that I had an opportunity. <laughs> I am so glad I had an opportunity to to meet you like this. Uh, you made my Likewise. week. I want to thank you so much. You are a shining star, and I wish you nothing but the best. Oh, nothing ditto. but the best. Ditto. Thank you. What a blessing. I, what a great, great Earth Day to be on the radio with you. Yeah. True pleasure. Well, thank, thank you. I don't know how you feel about this one, though. I think I'd like to invite you and your mom to come on. Um, wow. when <laughs> for a joint alive. program. <laughs> for, for a joint program, maybe later in the summer. Wow. That sounds inviting. Promising. <laughs> all those, all those things. <laughs> all those things. <laughs> well, think I about accept. it. But <laughs> I accept your challenge. Oh, challenge. <laughs> I, I, I think she'll be tickled. I think she'll. Yes. Be yes. Ecstatic. Yes. yes. I, what an yes. honor. What an honor. <laughs> I think it'll make a great program because you're both powerhouses and. Uh, I, yep. I just feel so so blessed and fortunate that I can say that I know both of you. Oh, I and, did inherit um, that from her. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> she's a yes. See, we could talk all night, but we gotta go. We, <laughs> we gotta go. The could. program is we, over. We absolutely could. Well, the program. It was, <laughs> it was a journey. It was a, a an absolute deep dive. Thank you so much for honoring me in this oh. way. What a night. Thank you. What. Thank you very much. To our listening audience, as I share with you every week, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land. So until next time, I am Michael Anthony Ingram, and this was a great program tonight, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Good night, Teal. Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.